It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Janice Dean. I'm David Asman. I'm Dana Perino, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, February 16th, 2022. I'm John Saucier. How would you feel with a Russian military hanging out right outside your country, ready to invade at any moment? Inside the Ukraine right now, it's less so fear and loathing and more so preparation and unity. In cities all across the country, uh, people coming out, showing their support, uh, students waving flags, people of all ages, really, uh, a lot of patriotism. This is the Fox News Rundown evening edition they're calling it a day of unity inside the ukraine wednesday the same day their president vladimir Zelensky, has suggested to expect a russian military invasion of his country from the fox news podcasts network subscribe and listen to the trey gowdy podcast former federal prosecutor and four-term u.s congressman from south carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com when top U.S. officials are saying that 150,000 Russian troops have this country surrounded, it really doesn't give a lot of comfort uh, to many of the students here. It's a big university town. It's the coffee capital of Ukraine. There are many, many nervous people here in the city. We're speaking today with Fox's Lucas Halmason, who's in the western Ukrainian city of Lviv, where college students have taken up the cause and taken to the streets to show patriotism and resistance to Russia. Having walked the streets, having attended uh, President Zelensky's Day of Unity, you know, cities all across this country, which is about the size of Texas, by the way, in cities all across the country, uh, people coming out, showing their support, uh, students waving flags, people of all ages, really, uh, a lot of patriotism. And remember, this was the day that the Pentagon thought Russia would launch its full-scale invasion of Ukraine. So quite a contrast to what, what some of the potentially horrific images we thought we'd see today have been replaced by really some, you know, a lot of joy on people's faces, people showing their support. All right, let's talk about that day of unity a little bit more. And the president of Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky, he's the one who called for this. He also said he did possibly expect an invasion from Russia, but he's kind of had mixed messages with that. So what do you think he was intending to do with this day of unity and how have the Ukrainian people responded to it, at least from where your perspective is? Well, John, it appeared that President Zelensky wanted to flip the script. He didn't want the country to freak out. He told everybody, don't panic. Some officials I've spoken to are saying he's playing really the only card he can play. He cannot, of course, mobilize a military the size of Russia's, okay? Russia's defense budget is 10 times the size of Ukraine's. Uh, Ukrainian military doesn't have surface-to-air missiles to shoot down Russian jets. They don't, they're requesting the United States send you know, a THAAD battery, Patriot Service Air Missile System. They don't have any of these things. Now, U.S. military, seen all the shipments of weapons, including Javelin anti-tank missiles that have been flooding into the country, nobody thinks that'll stop a Russian invasion, but of course, it would lead to a very devastating insurgency. Uh, this is a country of about 40 million people. There's a lot of pride. Of course, since independence in 1991, when the Soviet Union dissolved, you know, Russian President Vladimir Putin sees Ukraine and Russia as one and the same. The people here, much different story. 
Let's just remember how this all went down, though, John. In 1991, in the woods in Belarus, outside the capital Minsk, the leaders of the USSR, Belarus, and Ukraine signed a document dissolving the Soviet Union. Okay, it wouldn't have been done on a computer. It's done on a typewriter. President Putin thinks that's the saddest day in modern history. He wants Ukraine back. On that day in 1991, Putin claims 12 million Russians were suddenly outsiders living in a now free Ukraine. 25 million Russians across the former Soviet Union. Russia shrunk to the smallest size it's had since like 1654. That's what we're dealing with. And since Putin's been in office, remember, Putin is now, he's now on his fifth U.S. president, John. Okay, he's been in office a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's reports that he's going to stay in office till 2036. Till he's in his 80s. Wow. He's thinking about his legacy. Over the summer, he penned a 5,000-word essay about Ukraine. Clearly, there's some, you know, some close ties. He wants Ukraine back. Really, this crisis started 30 years ago with the end of the Soviet Union. Putin wants Ukraine back. Obviously, we, we saw it in 2014 with, with uh, sending uh, those special forces without insignia called Little Green Men to eastern Ukraine, Russian separatists launching an insurgency, essentially creating, uh, you know, cutting away parts of Ukraine in the east. And, of course, in 2014 with the annexation of Crimea, the Crimean Peninsula. Here's a stat I think people find astounding. When Russia annexed Crimea, 58 countries at the United Nations abstained from criticizing Russia. That's over a quarter of the world. They abstained from criticizing Russia. They were scared. That includes democracies in addition to strongmen, totalitarian governments. Russia has sway. Putin wants respect. Notice what we're not talking about, right? Why did Fox send a big crew to Ukraine? Why are we on the phone talking? We're not talking about China right now. We're not talking about all the other threats that we've been talking about at the Pentagon for a long time. We're talking about Russia. I think that satisfies President Putin very much. He wants to be an equal. He does not want Ukraine to join NATO. He does not want NATO troops massed on his border. He doesn't want, you know, missiles in Ukraine pointed at Moscow, really be like holding a gun to Putin's head. That's not what Putin wants. He also doesn't want a a free Ukraine. I mean, look at what I saw today. Over 30 years ago, the Soviet Union wouldn't allow a, a day of unity in Ukraine. Very expressive people being on the ground here now for two weeks. This is a, a resilient people. They are really, really hopeful. Uh, they have plans about you know, joining the rest of Europe. In fact, being in Ukraine's capital, Kiev, for over a week, that was an incredible experience. Now, in the last few days, being here in Lviv, uh, people have compared it to Brussels, to Paris, to Rome. Uh, it's an incredible city, uh, as I mentioned, a university town, home to one of Ukraine's oldest universities. We're speaking with Fox's Lucas Thomason, who is in the western city of Lviv, Ukraine, like he said, around six hours away from the capital city of Kiev. So this week, a big storyline with this whole conflict, Lucas, has been the Russians, who their military is reporting that they are pulling some of the troops back to go back to their home bases because their military exercises were complete. Just yesterday, President Joe Biden held a news conference to throw some cold water on that expectation. What's the feeling in Ukraine? Do they think the Russians are pulling back or do they think this is just about to begin? 
people are very skeptical here on the ground. You know, they hear these reports, and of course the Russians have put, been putting out video this morning. You see this Russian train leaving Crimea, leaving the peninsula, going back to mainland Russia. There's some other reports and video the Russian Defense Ministry putting out showing tanks being put on trains. I spoke to the top U.S. diplomat in Ukraine today in Lviv. Remember, the U.S. embassy was shut down in Kiev six hours to the east. Uh, the diplomats have come here to Lviv. I spoke to the top U.S. diplomat here on the ground. She was very skeptical. She said not only have, has Russia not pulled back, she still thinks there's going to be an invasion. I asked her, is Putin bluffing? She said, I fear he is not. You've been speaking to Fox's Lucas Thomason, who's stationed in the western Ukrainian city of Lviv, where at any moment a Russian invasion may or may not happen. We'll have much more coming up after this quick break. Lucas, I want to direct a question towards you because you're a journalist, an American journalist based out of Washington, D.C., and you've been sent to a potential hostile territory to cover a potential major war. And this could happen at any moment. So how are you feeling doing all this? Like, what's it like for the media, the American media being over there covering this and waiting for any moment you could be caught up in the middle of a real big problem? It's a great feeling, John, actually. It's where I need to be. Uh, anybody that covers foreign affairs uh, wants to be where the action is, and certainly uh, here it is. Uh, you know, when you hear, uh, you know, the President of the United States urging all 30,000 Americans here in Ukraine to evacuate the com- country, and you see flights leaving, or in some cases flights being canceled, or uh, Dutch airline KLM canceling all flights to Ukraine, it gives you pause sometimes, but it also kind of gives you a smile because, uh, you know, you're where the action is. It's certainly a very exciting time. Um, not nervous at all. It's very exciting. And, you know, I think the reason we all love the news business, John, is that whole idea of what comes next. Is Putin bluffing or is he about to start World War Three? I mean, because a lot of officials think it won't just end with Ukraine. You know, if Russian forces debate here, they could expand to Moldova, they could expand to Belarus. Uh, and so, but it's a very exciting time. There's no question. And also, when you walk around on the streets here, it almost feels surreal. You know, yes, you know, you watch the president of the United States say Russia has 150,000 troops in the border. They're going to invade. You hear reports out of the Pentagon. Of course, I'm still talking to officials back there. You hear, you know, okay, Russia has short-range ballistic missiles. They have advanced fighter jets that could be launching, you know, cyber attacks, you know, a ground invasion, a pincer movement from north and south. You know, you know some of these Russian forces on the border of Belarus, they're only a two-hour drive to Ukraine's capital. Some people think it could be a quite swift invasion and the country could fall very quickly. That part, it's almost surreal when you walk around a university town. It's almost like Boston. And you talk to people and they're just like, Russia? No, I'm not worried about Russia. You know, or if some people are nervous, like, yeah, we're making some contingency plans, but what choice do I have? I still have to go to class. The other day, I talked to a gentleman walking out of a restaurant. You know, I said, oh, are you worried about the Russians? He fired up a cigarette and was like, no, I have guns in my safe. Now, I asked him, do you have, you know, missiles in your safe? I mean, it's, it, that's what we're dealing with right now is, you know, people are very confident. If they're scared, a lot of them are like, well, what can I do about it? I've got to live my life. You don't want to be lulled to sleep. A few times you see everybody in such a good mood, you look around, you're like, it doesn't feel like it's real. But then you think, John... What was Poland like in 1939? What was France like on the eve of World War II? 
What was it like being on the Titanic before that iceberg showed up? You know what I mean? So there are moments where it's like, don't let these people lull you to sleep. And that's why with our reporting, you know, we're just trying to do the best we can with the reports we have out of Washington, out of the Pentagon, and also here in Ukraine. It's a different feeling in that part of the world right now. And that's where Fox's Lucas Tomlinson is reporting from Lviv, Ukraine. Lucas, we really appreciate you doing what you're doing. We hope you stay safe through all of this. Uh, We know you're going to. And thank you so much for coming on with us again here on the Fox News Rundown Podcast Evening Edition. Stay safe, buddy. Thank you so much, John. No promises. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com. 